And they were sitting there talking to another group of people who were at Blavis. And there's only about eight seats in this restaurant. And they both were like, we are here because we listened to Extra Pack of Peanuts. Like, this is why we came to Blavis. It was their number one place to eat. So we had two different groups of people at Blavis at the same time because you guys listen to our podcast. And that just melts I our heart. I can't even... I mean, this story just makes me, like, buzz with excitement. This is the final call for the main passengers. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 399. While there are an estimated 50 million, yeah, 50 million pumpkin pies eaten each year on Thanksgiving, according to the American Pie Council, pumpkin pie is only the second most popular pie on Thanksgiving. The number one pie is the good old American apple pie. How do you get a job on the American Pie Council? That's what I want to know. Sign me up. I didn't put this in the actual numbers of the show because, well, I already had an honorable mention and I knew that I was going to be able to circumvent the rules and sneak this in during the ad read portion of the show. But one of the things that I am super thankful for this year that is completely unexpected is the fact that I finally found the best travel shoe out there. And honestly, I wear these shoes all the time. Even when I'm not traveling, I, I wore them today when I was at home. So no matter where I am, I'm wearing these shoes. They are Suaves, S-U-A-V-S.com. And so going into 2019, I had no idea that I was going to find an awesome pair of travel shoes, one that was lightweight, super comfortable, super resilient, like able to be worn in a, in a variety of different climates. You can wear them with socks, without socks. I absolutely love these travel shoes, and here's the best part. They're unisex as well, so Heather also has a pair of swabs. Also, and you know she's a little harder to please sometimes, also loves her swabs. So going into 2019, no idea we're going to find amazing travel shoes, but one of the most unexpected things and a thing that I'm super thankful for is that I finally can recommend to you an amazing travel shoe. You can go to swabs.com. Don't forget you can use the promo code EPOP, and that'll get you 15% off anything you order over there. So in today's show, we talk all about the unexpected things that happened to us in 2019 that we are thankful for. But sometimes I think stuff gets overlooked that just works, like your old standbys that you have and you don't have to worry about, you don't have to think about, you just grab it and it's something that in your life you know is not going to mess up and it's just there. It's just something that for years has worked for you. And that's how Tortuga backpacks are for me. I never, ever, ever have to worry about my luggage. I never have to sit there and worry that I'm going to pack in a piece of luggage that's going to break on a trip or, or a zipper is going to break or it's not going to hold up to, to the elements or anything like that. Now, it's just a peace of mind, right? When you have something that you really like and you can count on. And for years, the Tortuga backpack has been that for me. So if you're looking for the best travel care on backpack, if you're looking for a gift for yourself or for someone else this holiday season and you want to get them something awesome, check out tortugabackpacks.com slash epop, tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. You have to go to that specific link because if you do, when you check out automatically, you will get 10% off anything you order. So check it out, tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. I should say forward slash, right? You know, just the thing that, that you have to put in line, forward slash epop. I'll show you Paris in the morning I'll show you London 
Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who made me choose between inanimate objects, people, and experiences today on our Thanksgiving thanks list. You made me rank these things. I was just going to say we were thankful for all these things in no particular order, but you were like, no, we have to choose what we're more thankful for. So it just makes it more interesting, I think, to start, you know, from the, not the bottom, but, you know, our... (laughs) <laughs> things we were thankful for the least, but still no, thankful no, for. Still, we're thankful for all these things. But like, I did mine thinking like the first thing that came to my mind, what I was most thankful for, that was number one. Okay, and and that's just how I did it. And I felt like you love ranking I, things. This is the dude that has ranked every sporting event, organizes his Sports Illustrated. I used to, when I used to he rank my a kid. Sports Illustrated covers by how much I like them. Exactly, the one with the black cat on it. If anyone remembers that, still my favorite because they talked about the. Sports oh Illustrated gosh. cover Jinx, and they put a black cat on it. It's from like probably the mid nineties. Yeah. Anyway, as I a mean, kid, I was just like, "This is awesome." I don't know why you would be giving me blowback well, about ranking since I've never met someone who likes to rank more than Travis. Well, it just <laughs> you know we're talking about things we're thankful for, so I'm just very appreciative of all the things on the list. Well, Therefore, we'll just start with that. But but hey, but <laughs> hey, I'm glad you forced the issue and made us rank them because. Some people are less important than some inanimate <laughs> objects, I guess, according to this. Anyway. No, not at all. We are anyway. very thankful for every single thing on our list. And this is one of our favorite podcasts. I know we say that about a lot of podcasts, but taking time to reflect before Thanksgiving of all the things that have happened in the past year is just such a nice thing to do because I was actually just talking to my sister when she was put on the spot about what she was thankful for the other day at a class she was at. She couldn't think of anything and she kind of just gave a generic answer, which is what you might do if you haven't just taken even. It didn't take me long. It took me about 15, 20 minutes to just really reflect over the year and to pick some things to be thankful for. So I, I just love this podcast. I love it too. So let's get into it. I uh, I, I told Heather I had eight, but at the last minute I added one. So Already that means I'm going to start off Always. with an honorable mention. So one of mine got knocked off from number eight to actually being an honorable mention. And uh, the reason I start with this is because I am super thankful for it, but it's only thankful for it because something quote unquote bad happened and that is insurance (laughs) and I want to bring up two times where I was thankful for insurance this year one we had car rental insurance through our Chase Sapphire Reserve I've never had to use it before you know I've been putting if you have a better credit card some of you guys know that it covers your primary car insurance when you are renting a car so we were in Croatia and Bosnia uh, we had this. We had a bunch of hiccups and mishaps with uh, with the car itself. Uh, we ended up having a, three different cars during this ten day trip. Uh, the last day, I scraped the car up trying to get out of this tiny little parking oh, yeah. spot that was like behind a wall in a in a walled complex. It was very weird in Sarajevo. Got really pissed because I've been driving, you know, hundreds of miles throughout this whole trip. And then right before we turned the car, I scraped this car up. But all that is to say, we had car rental insurance through our Chase Sapphire Reserve. I never had to use it before until now. And uh, it did cover everything. So super thankful for that. That's awesome. And and nice to, I guess, in hindsight, have the experience to know how it works. And that it it was a pretty easy process. 
it was pretty easy. It did take a little while to get the money back, but you know, we're talking a month or two, just like normally when you hand do stuff with insurance, but pretty easy process all said and done. So that was really nice. And then also we had insurance because one of our Airbnbs got trashed this really trashed. Yeah. 99% of the time, the guests are absolutely amazing. This one time, people came for one night, threw a party, trashed a house, $7,000 worth of damages, and I had to go through Airbnb and get reimbursed for all that. That process was a bit more of a pain. It took a little while longer, but ultimately, we did get reimbursed fully. So all that's to say is that, yeah, sometimes these little things that you don't want to have to use um, are there in case you have to, in case you do have to. And uh, I am thankful that we had insurance for both those things because if they hadn't given us and reimbursed us for the car and the Airbnb, you know, we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars um, out of our pocket. So, woohoo, insurance! And I also want to throw on your your honorable mention that I'm grateful that you mostly took care of both of those things. So thank you for that because I didn't really have to deal with it. And we starting awesome. off hot. Starting with insurance high. here. Ooh, it's very sexy. All right, we're insurance. Gonna get and and here's the cool part about these Thanksgiving thanks episodes is some will be about travel, some will be about our lifestyle, some will be things that may be a little more quote unquote boring. But when I look when we look back, this is the point of like over this year, what happened that we are really thankful for. And again, it's sometimes some goofy things. That's why we like to do it and right. throw it all into one big pot here. Absolutely. And I'll start with my number eight. And I will say about my list of eight things that they're all about family, our business, and or traveling. And it all sums up in number eight, which doesn't mean it's the bottom of my list. It's just kind of when I was going through my list, the last thing that popped into my mind, but it's the biggest thing. And that is our lifestyle, our our actual lifestyle. To be specific, we are able to go on this crazy ride of entrepreneurship and working from home or working from the road and being with our kids and making our own schedule. And I'm not going to say it's always pretty because we've added another child into the mix this year and it has made things stressful, hectic, chaotic, and amazing. But trying to balance all that, while it's not always pretty, it's absolutely incredible that we are able to do this and that we're able to do it together as a couple and just have this lifestyle. I could not be more grateful that we can work and Trev obviously works more than me because we've had Hadley. And so I'm working, you know, just maybe two to three days a week, but it's just such a blessing that we can raise our kids and run a business. And have fun and, and have fun travel. and travel and, and all these things and have airbnbs yeah i agree it, <laughs> it's it, crazy there's, but there's it's a lot fun. that goes into it some days are uh more fun and you look back and you're like i can't believe i'm doing this and then other days you might sit there and say i can't believe this is happening but overall i definitely definitely agree with you and that's I like that you took a very general overview with your number eight. My number eight is a very specific item. <laughs> okay. And I again, you made me rank these. I was <laughs> going to put them in a fun little list, but I couldn't really rank inanimate objects over people or experiences because it's not exactly who I am, I guess. So my number eight is just a, something that we got this year that has changed our life. And again, not sexy. This is a king-sized bed. <laughs> Well, that could be very sexy. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. So this king-size bed, 
we've always had queens. I never understood why anyone cared about king size beds until we got a king size bed. And now, especially that we have two kids and they find themselves in our room and on our bed most of the nights at this point. Man, it has really, really, really changed the game. If you're listening, you're like, I thought this was a travel podcast. Listen, we're talking location independence. It right. doesn't always mean you're on exotic beach huts in Thailand. That sometimes means you're at your home. And and if you guys know and have listened to the show before, at the end of the year, we do our year in review and we tell you where we slept, how many places we slept and how many nights. And you know, usually for most people, and for us this year, the most nights we've spent in one place are is at our house. And so literally having a king size bed that we like, that's enjoyable, that's comfortable, uh, it's made a world of difference. Yeah, it definitely has. And now when we do travel, we try to find places that have a king size bed. Very easy at hotels. Not as easy when we're renting an apartment um, or an Airbnb or something like that. So we have tried to find places with king size beds because yeah, with, with kids who like to crawl into bed with you, it definitely makes a difference. My number seven. So we have Whitaker who just turned two a month ago. And my number seven is just watching him grow up and specifically watching his relationship with Trav develop. Because anyone who has kids knows that the first year is kind of full on mom. You know, the the children are very dependent on the mother. But now that Wit's a toddler and, you know, he just turned two. So the whole past year of between one to two, his little personality has come out. He's talking. He's doing all sorts of fun things. And he spent a lot of time with Trav when I was pregnant and then... Of course, right after I had the baby, Trav was fortunate enough to be able to take a whole month off of work because of our awesome lifestyle. And he spent a lot of that time with Wit so that I could concentrate on Hadley. And it's that's something really special. Just something really special to see Trav just be the best dad. So you're saying you're thankful that it. you don't have to be the only parent in no, the relationship. That's, no, no. I know, I'm just kidding. That's I, not at all what I'm, I'm trying saying. to spin something very nice. Into, yes, yeah, you're right. this spinning in the right direction. I am also very thankful for that. It is, if you guys are listening, you've had kids, you do know that as a dad, it's, it's great to have little kids, to have infants, but you, you don't truly, or at least I didn't truly feel connected until they don't need to be around their mother all the time. And you can start doing stuff. And in the last year from, from one to two, um, and I think it'll only continue to grow, grow, grow. You know, it has been a completely different relationship between myself and our son because he he can depend on me as much as he can depend on you now. We can do stuff together, you know, and, and go play basketball and, and all that kind of stuff. And you took him for his first overnight trip. You took him to your family's hunting camp in that the middle of I Pennsylvania. About that. You know, it was the first two nights that he was away from me and with Travis only. And, you know, at first I was like, no, don't take him. But then as soon as they left, I was like, whoa, this is what freedom feels like. Yeah. And I, I did forget. You that forgot. That- I mean, that's a travel thing. You took him and you had a father-son trip and it was awesome for Colt both Port, of us. Pennsylvania, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's Whitaker's very first overnight trip away from mommy going to Colport, Pennsylvania. <laughs> My number seven, Heather's doing all these beautiful, nice abstract, heartfelt, emotional things on well, her I'm Thanksgiving an, I'm thanks. a new mom, so the hormones are raging strong. My number seven <laughs> is very heartfelt, but again, it's an inanimate object. I had to put these together like i said i couldn't i couldn't really justify putting them ahead well, of people to make you feel better my next one's an object so my number seven 
and this is the one I had to put on and knock insurance off the list, is the Bluffworks t-shirt. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, you all know that I don't love you know, finding clothes, going out and getting new clothes. I just want clothes that fit, that are comfortable, and that work. And if I find something I like, I am going to just have that. It's like Steve Jobs in his turtleneck. Mm-hmm. It's like Mark Zuckerberg in his hoodie. Find me something that works, and I will just wear that forever. Trav brings the word, the term capsule wardrobe to a whole new level because his capsule is so small. It basically includes these three t-shirts from Bluffworks. I only have two. I actually only have two Bluffworks t-shirts. So uh, yeah, my capsule wardrobe is essentially Bluffworks and I love this pair of suave shoes. And uh, Bluffworks, thankfully, is making more clothes. They used to just make pants, which I were the only pants that I would wear. Now they've branched out into other stuff. They even have a jacket. But I'm not talking about all that other stuff. I just want to bring it back specifically to the T-shirt because that is the thing that I wear the most, right? Every day I'm wearing this these T-shirts. I have two of them. I can honestly say that they're the only t-shirts I ever wear anymore. You can wear them for a week straight. They don't smell. That if you sweat in them, they somehow magically like absorb that and they don't they don't get sweaty. They don't uh, the shape doesn't change. I don't know how technically they made this. Like I don't get it, but I know that whatever they did, this is to me the it is the singular piece of clothing that I have where I'm I'm like, this is infinitely better than what I had before. The chinos are amazing. They're way better than other pants I had. But the t-shirt, I just, maybe it's because I wear it every single day. I am unsure how they made something so much better than a regular t-shirt. They are very nice. They, they look good. Like whenever I wear them, people are like, oh, that's a really nice t-shirt. You know, when you're getting a compliment on how nice a t-shirt is, you know it's nice because no one typically looks at a t-shirt and says, oh, you look really nice. Um, absolutely incredible. Still waiting for them to come out with a V-neck version. <laughs> they said they were coming out with one shortly. That's why I have only have two at the moment. Sounds like we know what you get trapped for Christmas. I even, I even, yes, you do. I even told um, our friend Paul to get them and wear them on a sailing trip because he's like, I need only like two shirts. I need. He came back. The very first thing he said, not like, hey, it was so awesome. I was down in the Caribbean, beautiful scenery. He said, they put magic in these shirts. <laughs> and they did. So Buffworks awesome. t-shirts, my I number seven. I know said that. Very cool. My number six is also, well, it's not necessarily inanimate because it does move, but it is an object. And that is our new Volvo. So we had a Kia Sorento that was a 2011. It had 135,000 well-worn miles on it. This thing rode like you were on a safari. It was not comfortable. Without the beauty of elephants, zebras, (laughs) rhinos. Sub in, you know, suburban traffic outside Philadelphia. A safari to Target. (laughs) So... Anyway, this year, right before we had Hadley, you know, we knew we needed to get the car inspected. And I kind of warned Trav. I was like, listen, I'm not sure this car is not riding well. I don't necessarily feel super safe in it. We're having another kid. We might need to think about upgrading our car. And he was like, nah, 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 it'll be fine. Well, then we take it in to get it inspected. Long story short, it would cost more to fix it than what the car is worth. So fortunately, Trav decided that we should also get a new car. And Another thing I'm thankful for is his obsessive personality because 
Trav loves to research. He researched the heck out of finding a car. He found us the best deal and we ended up with a Volvo, which is not something I even thought we could afford because Volvos are so nice. And he just researched and found this amazing deal for a used Volvo at a car dealership two hours away. And we went and picked it up and it's just amazing. So I am incredibly thankful for the new car and for Trav for finding it. We're now a Volvo family. <laughs> Volvo family. There you go. I am going to get into the part of my list now that is more travel, is more experience-based. And uh, so if you're listening, you're like, all right, king beds, Volvos, Buffers, <laughs> t-shirts, not exactly what I signed up for. This is what you signed up for. My number six is in real life experiences. And so specifically two different things, one that has happened and one that is going to happen. And this year, this past year, we ran an event in Mexico. So this is the first time that we ran a location indie retreat in another country. And so I'm super thankful to uh, Ray and Lara in our location indie community because they live in a town called Querétaro, not somewhere that I would consider ever uh, having a retreat because I didn't know anything about it. But they graciously decided, hey, if you want to have location indie members down here, you want to do it here. We want to show off our town. So they helped us plan everything, set it all up. And we brought a group of about 40 people down to Mexico. Some of them who had never left the country, which is really cool, like Deb in so particular, exciting. had to go get her passport. And so that was just an amazing experience for us to bring location indie members together down in Mexico in a different country, in a town that most people hadn't been to, um, and get to be there for three, four days, you know, masterminding on business, going out to amazing dinners. Uh, just experience, you know, having uh, beers on. We rented this really cool house that had a, an incredible roof deck, and so we just sit up there at night with a group of people, you know, chatting. And and this kind of goes back to that idea of the lifestyle, right? Everything we're trying to do is to help others to be able to have this lifestyle as well, to be location independent, to do work they love, to get to surround themselves with people that they enjoy. And that all coalesced in Mexico at our MexX event, and uh, just went off without a hitch. Super fortunate that we got to do that and, uh, and you know, bring our families down. So, Hath, you and I were there. We got to hang out with Jason and his family. So, we got to just have a really neat experience down in a part of the world that, that we hadn't got to spend much time in, not to mention... I did mention, but just to hit it again, some incredible food. Yeah, amazing food. I mean, we love Mexican food and we love Mexico. And sometimes we we think, oh, you know, it's so close. It's kind of silly to keep going back there. But it's a wonderful country with so much culture, amazing food and so many different areas. You know, we go to the beach a lot, but this is the first time we were in the mountain slash desert part of Mexico and it was a really cool experience and it also brings me right in well I'm not oh, finished you, oh, no, you're not finished in real life because we've got something that's, that's right in I the forgot. future I forgot. but the reason I'm thankful for it this year is because we've had to start planning it already and it's it's a big project and so after we ran our Mexico event and we've done one in Denver and we did one in Austin people just loved it and we started thinking a little bigger how can we do things, not just for location any members, but for anyone who wants to have fun, surround themselves with amazing people, um, learn how to build a lifestyle that they want? How can we do something a little bigger than these 30 or 40 people events? And uh, so we decided to put together a summer camp for adults. Which summer sounds so fun. Summer so camp excited. and conference. So we're calling it the world's most fun conference. That's called Camp Indie. You can find more information out at campindie.com. But it is next year, June 12th through the 14th. And the reason that I'm thankful for it already is that A, 
I know the ripple effect it's going to have because I just know what happens when you bring amazing people together to have a great time and learn from each other and make connections. So I'm thankful in advance because I know it's going to be amazing. But I'm also thankful because it has been a much harder and much more work than I than we imagined. You know, the planning and the preparation and the, and the selling tickets and all that. But I'm thankful because this has been the biggest and most challenging business thing that we have done in the last year. And I know, again, that it's going to provide amazing experiences for people. It's, you know, wakeboarding and yeah, hiking and kayaking. Super fun includes everything, your accommodation, your food, and even an open bar, which, you know, can be very fun. <laughs> so it is a really, really exciting event. And I also think that, you know, it is something to be thankful for because we've always talked about doing something like this. And it is nice to challenge ourselves. You know, we've been doing a lot of the same stuff. We love doing the podcast. We love doing the Extra Pack of Peanuts website. We love doing Location Indie. But yeah, this is bigger and it's really exciting. Yeah. So I'm super thankful for everything that's come about already, even before it existed. The team putting in amazing effort um, and just the fact that we are going to pull it off. So yeah, very, very thankful for that. Awesome. My number five is also travel related and it's basically, I mean, we went on a lot of trips this year. And so my number five is that we took a lot of trips and we still did it with wit and while I was pregnant, but mostly that we had a toddler and we kept going at it because a lot of people say, oh, once you have kids, you know, it's so hard. You're not going to travel as much. And yeah, it's harder, but then you get to the place and you have amazing experiences and you don't really think about how crazy or awful that travel day was, or maybe the travel day wasn't so bad. And for example, when we went to Cretaro in Mexico and we had to fly from Tampa to Mexico City and then take a bus and all this stuff. The kids, we had three kids. I was pregnant and, you know, we were with Jason and Anna Dorta. And, and, and they're two kids. Right, so three kids total. Three little kids and a pregnant mama. Yeah, and the adults were grumpy and the kids were fine. So, you know, we just got out there and we did it and we ended up taking a lot of trips. We went to Canada two separate times and the second time was with Hadley and Wit and we drove and that was a whole thing and it was great and we took a lot of domestic trips we went to Mexico we went to Croatia Montenegro um uh Bosnia Bosnia and Herzegovina so we we did a lot we went to Colorado it was a great year and we had a lot of fun and we still managed to get out there and go. And we will recap that all in our year in review. So if you guys are new to the podcast, every year we do a multiple part year in review where we talk about the places we travel and then we give you the best and the highlights and things like that. So yeah, I'm with you. The fact that we just continued to do it with kids and I, I'm not going to say we're, we're not doing it to sh prove people wrong and said you can't travel with kids. We're doing because we want to, but it is nice to now be able to point to it and say, well, we are doing it. Like before we said, oh, you can travel with kids, but we didn't have kids. Now that we do, we could say we're doing it and, and you can, you could still do it. And it might look a little different. My number five is one specific place we travel to. That is Florida. So <laughs> we went to oh Florida last February. We are actually going to Florida. We in, love it so much. When you listen to this podcast, uh, we'll be going to Florida in the next week. The reason I'm thankful for Florida is that originally I wanted to go somewhere with Jason and AD from Zero to Travel and their family and Heather and I. We wanted to do a big family trip somewhere uh, in Central America. So we were looking at 
But we were looking at Nicaragua and Costa Rica and even Mexico. And so we wanted to go somewhere or, or islands in the Caribbean. We wanted to go somewhere exotic. Mm-hmm. And it just turned out that it wasn't going to work and that they were coming all the way from Norway and they wanted to spend time with Jason's dad who lived in Florida. And they decided, well, we're just going to stay in Florida. So Heather and I had to make the decision of whether we go somewhere, you know, again, quote unquote exotic or whether we just go down and see them in Florida. And I was very... He was bummed. I was bummed. He was bummed because Trav I'm loves like, just Florida? to explore and go to new places, as do I. But sometimes when you want to spend time with your friends, when your wife is pregnant and you can't go to Zika places, you have to just make a concession. And you did. And we did. And we went to Tarpon Springs, Florida, which is north of Clearwater, north of St. Pete. And we had an absolutely incredible three weeks one of the best three weeks period of our whole year. It blew away my expectations. I mean, I remember being on the beach, swimming in the water with Wit in February and saying like, yeah, it's just Florida. Who can- I'm swimming. Like, yes. I- and it was very easy. underrated. It Florida, was easy. very underrated. From where we live and for a lot of people in the US, a two hour, very cheap flight to the Sunshine State Sign me up. Yeah, and I think it. De- <laughs> I think it definitely people overlook it, and I was overlooking it because, you know, you just think certain things or it has a certain perception. But I'll tell you, the St. Pete area is pretty cool, pretty hip. Uh, I've heard from now because, of course, I became obsessed. As Heather mentioned, was looking to buy a house in St. Oh, Pete. Oh yeah, we almost bought a house there a couple of months that ago. That is supposed to be the place for younger. Families and people, if they want to come to Florida, St. Pete's one of those areas. So Florida overall blew me away so much so that we're going back in this December and going to get to spend some more time in Florida as well. So that brings me to my number four, which is basically the exact opposite of my number five. My number five was taking all of those trips and basically being location independent. My number four is being location dependent. Yes, being dependent on our location at home, which means having all of the help of our family while we are at home. So it's awesome that we can spend a lot of time traveling and we love that and it's so much fun. But when we are home, I'm so grateful to have all of our family around to help us because now we have two children and Trav's mom is an amazing grandma. All right, let me, just, let me just hop in really quick because my number four is yours, but a little more specific. Okay. My number four is grandmoms. Jippy, which okay. is my my mother for GP. Okay. Grammy Pammy, shortened to GP, shortened to J or lengthened to Jippy. <laughs> and your grandma or your mom who goes by Ama. And so my number four, building on your number four, even though I get the wordplay you were doing, you're saying we are location (laughs) dependent, but we're not, we're still location independent. We're just choosing to be at our house and we're choosing to be here because of the family that we have and the support we have. Correct. So my number four is, is, as you're saying, both of our moms, the kids' grandparents, but not just them. My sister, Julie, is... A full-time nanny, not for us, unfortunately, for another family, but she has uh, one day off a week where she comes and she helps with Hadley, and she's often here after work helping with Wit as well, and she's just amazing. She's Wit's, I don't know if she's the number two person, 
Oh, what are you uh, saying behind uh, you? <laughs> yeah, or oh, she's the number three. Oh, oh, like, hold on. Hold on. Loves- I, would be- I might beg to say that she's number one. Sometimes she is. Sometimes I mean, there are definitely is. times that Wick goes to Aunt Juju instead of to Mommy, yes. and definitely times he goes to Aunt Juju instead yes. of Dad. So, so we're just super grateful to have our family, both of our mothers, my sister Julie, your sister Gail. They're so helpful, and I don't know what we would do without them because it definitely does take a village. And when we're traveling... We we sometimes feel the effects of not having our village. Sometimes our family comes with us, which is amazing. Uh, not just for helping with the kids, but to experience the travel with our family as well. So yeah, just super grateful as for the, our family. As the person in the relationship who is always kind of thinking, you know, about the grass is always greener and I want to move here and I want to, <laughs> yes, you know, I yes, want to live here but or I want to travel here. Oh, you know, and I'm always feeling a bit restless. I can even safely say that... Th- when I do think, oh, I want to move to this place because I like the vibe or the temperature, it's usually the weather. Um, even though I think the mother, you know, appreciates maybe the support more, especially in the beginning, even though I might appreciate it less, I still get a bit anxious when we are sitting there and thinking about moving somewhere, or I'm thinking about moving somewhere, and I'm thinking about leaving our support system that we have here. So, Agreed. I am completely with you. It's weird that we both had number four. It like, is. why does it fall there? <laughs> and this was the one that I, when you talked about having to rank our list, I thought, well, I feel bad putting anything ahead of our family and the support we have of family. So this is what threw me for a loop. Is like, well, where do I rank this? Because really, this is just such an amazing just as thing important as- and a blessing. So yes. Ama. Jippy, we should mention that Ama, your your mother, actually was the one who delivered. I will be getting our, to that on my okay. list. All right, so so support of friends, mm-hmm. family, um, and just that ecosystem that we have when we are at home outside of Philadelphia. Here, uh, both of our number fours, both of our number fours, and now I guess to my number three, which is. Our past year of business, so bringing it back to the entrepreneurial tone of the podcast. You are really broad scoping here with these uh, with these numbers. I, uh, like yeah, you're just I saying mean, our I lifestyle, so. our business. No, I get it. Well, I these mean, are the things that I'm most grateful for, sure. and, and then I'm niching down. So I guess I should start with Vanessa, our accountability coach and our business strategist planner. So last year. We met Vanessa in 2018, and when we recorded this podcast last year, we had just finished planning our 2019 with Vanessa. And I just have to say how incredibly helpful it was that we had our whole year booked out and planning. Yes, we got thrown for some loops. What would you say? Maybe 80% like last year in November 2018 when we, we actually planned out our 2019 on the uh, dry erase, this big dry erase calendar. Wall calendar. Super, amazing. Super impactful. It's like 20 bucks on Amazon. When we planned out our whole 2019, mm-hmm. I would say 80% of it stayed fairly true to to what we thought other than a big trip to New Zealand and a trip to Paris in October because we ended up having a second kid. Right. But so Even that being said, the second kid, it stayed pretty pretty organized. It really did. We stayed organized with our business. We stayed organized with our travel plans. And it was really nice knowing when things were coming up, whether it was with work or whether it was with travel, because then it's something to look forward to. And, you know, in past years, we'd kind of been like, well, maybe we'll go somewhere here. We'll do this trip. And we never had it planned out. So it was kind of stressful because we 
just didn't have it planned. And then we'd be- It was very fly by the seat of our pants. Yes. And you know, it's harder to do that when you are running a business and when you have kids. So- And you want to travel and have these experiences as well. And you're trying, like you said, to plan big picture things. For example, Camp Indy, that's something that's going to take 9, 10, 12 months of work to plan that you can't really fly by the seat of your pants and pull something like that off, which is kind of going back to what one of my thankful things was is- that we had this. Yeah, that we had the planning. So having that last year. So Vanessa, thank you so much. You are amazing. And then, you know, after a few months, we kind of realized that the planning session was great. But then to implement all these plans, we need some accountability because working with your spouse can be frustrating and wonderful, but it's often hard to get things accomplished, right? Let's just call it challenging. Challenging. So there may be a course coming out about being (laughs) couplepreneurs. If you guys are interested, let us know. Tweet us or Instagram us. We've debated doing a course on how to basically be traveling couplepreneurs and be location dependent while working with your spouse. And that's something people want. We've learned some lessons the hard way. Yes, we have. And we're by no means perfect or have it all figured out. But one thing that we did that was imperative to our business and to even our marriage was continuing the sessions with Vanessa and doing an accountability call every week with her so that we were just staying on task with all of our things. So I'm just super grateful for being organized and bringing on a coach, basically. Yeah, the structure was almost 180 degrees from 2018 to 2019 because it went from none to a lot. And I think that what'll be very interesting is we did it again. We just did our 2020 planning last week Mm -hmm. and to see... Uh, you know, we weren't starting from scratch then, right? A 2019 planning, it, when we were doing it in 2018, we, we were not structured at all. Now we are pretty structured. So it'll be really interesting to see how 2020 goes by implementing just a few different changes to make it even more structured, more organized, uh, things to flow smoother. So I'm with you. That was great. My number three are amazing is is amazing food on coasts around the world, specifically (laughs) two places. I know one of them. Our year in review, we are going to be talking about our best meals. So I'm not going to get too much into these because I want this. I just want to wet the whistle here, right? Foreshadow a bit because we do a whole series on our best meals and these will 1000% guaranteed (laughs) be on that. Spoiler alert. But when I thought of it, I had two places down as like unexpected because when we do the thanks, these Thanksgiving thanks, Seth, the, the, the theme really is what are we thankful for this year that was unexpected, that happened that we might not have known. And both of these places I had didn't know existed when this started. Right. One is Vitace. Uh, oh, the, so good. The absolute best seafood in the world in a very tiny town called Trestinik in... Um, in Croatia, given to us by our friend Nick. So we have him to thank for that. Uh, it really is no seafood I've had even comes close to comparing. That's how good it was. Yeah. And, it, and again, we're not going to talk too much about it, but it was all just grilled on outside on this wood burning oven. And it was just fresh. So it wasn't, you know, deep fried. I love a good fish and chips, but this does not compare to this fresh caught seafood out that morning on the ocean, on the sea. 
rather, because it's in Croatia, and getting the food, this the fish and the different shellfishes and all that stuff. I mean, the fisherman, the guy who owns the restaurant is the fisherman, and he goes out and catches it and then brings it back and and then cooks it with with wood from the vineyards around there. It's just and then serves it. So uh anyway. But what's the other one? The second one is the Palace Diner in Bidford, Maine. <laughs> we just went here. That's true. Okay. This has been written up as just this tiny little trolley car in this tiny town of Bidford, Maine for having some of the best breakfast in the United States. We made a pilgrimage to it. Again, I won't ruin the whole surprise. We won't go into a deep dive of it. But yes, it was the best breakfast we've ever had. Amazing. Those pancakes. Oh my gosh. Those pancakes. Dreaming. So Dreaming number three, pancakes. amazing food on various coasts <laughs> around the world. Awesome. All right. My number two, again, kind of going big picture with this, but my number two, I am grateful for our team at EPOP. And in 2019, we built out our team to include some new people who have made our lives infinitely better and infinitely easier because we did all of that planning, which I mentioned, and then we implemented it and we realized that we had a need for someone to help us with our social media, someone to help us with some of the writing on the blog. And we have had, um, so we've had Mac, who we've added to our team, Mackenzie, she does a lot of our social media, Ransom, who helps us with the writing. And we already had Casey as doing a lot of our you know, kind, kind of community, of managing, community managing, helping answer emails, all of that type of stuff, just keeping us on task with everything. And we had her the last year, but she's done even more this year. And it's just been absolutely incredible. And to launch all of that offer, not to launch it, but to to come back, we did a team retreat, our first ever EPOP team retreat. We just did it last week and it was just awesome. Not everybody from the team was able to come, but some of them phoned in and we did it in Philly and we did some fun things and we just met up in person. And that's just always great because when you're in this virtual world of recording podcasts and having a blog and traveling, you don't always get those in-person connections like we were talking about with doing Camp Indy and the meetups around the world. And, and we it's should just th- great to do those things in person. Yeah. Uh, the team was on my list as well. It's like an extra. So yeah. I'm glad you put it in here. It's been fantastic to, to build out the team pulling people who have a certain skill set that we might not have or might not be as good at and place them in so that they can do amazing works. It, it's been really, really helpful. Also, I should say, we talked about in-person meetups. Really quick thing we're thankful for. We did our one of our only in-person meetups or our only big in-person meetup in 2019 was our EPOP holiday party in Philly. And we had 50 people come and hang out. So thank you if you're listening to this. For all of you who were able to make the trip to Philly, that was just, uh, it was a huge blessing to us. We had people come from North Carolina. So Martha flew up from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We had Lou take a $1 mega bus from, from Canada, uh, which is a crazy story in and of itself. We'll have to tell that at some point. Um, and then people coming from New York and Philly and all that. So all of everyone who came to our in-person meetup, our EPOP holiday party, we want to make an annual thing. We just thank you so much because... I think when you mentioned, Heth, when you do stuff virtually and you know people are listening to podcasts, you know people are reading the blog, you know people are reading your emails, but you don't you don't really have a true sense of that. And then when you get to bring people together at, you know, at a cool brewery and just have watch them talk to each other and meet and get to meet them in person, it really is a blessing and it it makes us 
it shows how lucky we really are to be able to do this for a life and a lifestyle and uh, to have such amazing people follow our work. So thank you for that. We are always thankful to our community because without you, we wouldn't be able to do any of this. So, and we usually say that at the end of the podcast, I know, but we just are so blessed and so happy to have this job to help all of you travel around the world or maybe become an entrepreneur or you have kids and you've learned one tip that helped you from our mistakes, failures, or successes of traveling around the world with kids. Yeah. So my number two then, bring it back to travel here, unexpected peaceful respites. So we added a kid to our life this year. We have a two-year-old and a three-month-year-old. So peaceful is not really the word that comes to mind as our, <laughs> as our word for 2019. Maybe not. Peaceful is far from it. But there were a few times this year, unexpectedly, because actually we didn't know we were going to take any of these trips when 2019 started exactly. Um, and they just were moments of, yeah, just peacefulness, solitude, some reflection, and just got us out of the daily go, go, go. And the three specific times I'm talking about, one was in Oak Ridge, Oregon. So Heather mentioned Vanessa, who helps us with all our planning and organization. Her parents live in a tiny little town called Oak Ridge, Oregon. So we knew we were going out to Portland, but kind of a couple months before we knew we were going out to Portland, she said, well, I want to have people over to my parents' house in Oak Ridge, Oregon. Would you guys want to come? And we thought, oh, well, we got to figure out how to get there. And we've got the kid. And you know, this and that. and But we decided to do it and it was one of the best things we did all year. So they live in a forest on a mountain overlooking a lake and we were there for two days. Very remote. There's it not was, a whole lot to do other than just relax and enjoy the company of other people. And it was very nice. It was, it was blissful. And I, I got to ride mountain bikes for the first time and learn how to do that. So just a fantastic two days there. The other, another place was the park in Victoria, British Columbia. So we stayed with our friends in Victoria <laughs> and right around from there, right around the corner from their house was this kids park and it was awesome. I so, can't believe the kids park made it on your well, blissful because, because list. Because here we are in Victoria, a really chill, fun, beautiful city and we we're there for eight days and Wit just loved this park. And so, you know, I would take him, you would take him, but I, I went a lot with him. Even our friends sometimes took him friends without would us. Take him. <laughs> we would just walk around the corner of this park. They had a sand pit, they had slides, they had swings. The weather was gorgeous. And so it was just a really fun time to to disconnect from a lot of stuff, to disconnect from work for a bit and just hang out with our kid at a at a awesome fun park that was right around the corner. That was unexpected. You know, I didn't know that was gonna be there when we went to Victoria. And then the third unexpected peaceful respite just happened. We took an impromptu trip to, uh, we said our, our whole year was planned out in 2019, well, but, but in broad strokes. Yes, we planned to take a road trip to New England and we added on a Canada portion so that we could hang out with Courtney and Caleb, um, our travel buddies. The uh, ones we were at in Victoria, yeah. the ones whose house is right by the park. <laughs> and so we went to a place called Old Orchard Beach in Maine. We went there because this palace diner was close to it. So that's what led me to say, let's go to Maine. Let's go get this best, best breakfast. But it was two days of going to be nice weather. We were inland in New Hampshire and we said, well, let's go just go to the coast. It's off season. It's October. And we got a condo literally right on the beach. And I think that's what made it so amazing because well, it's not course. often that you get a beachfront 
accommodation because they're very <laughs> expensive. Yeah. But in October, it was like a hundred dollars a night, yeah. two bedroom. Heather's mom, Amma, was with us. We opened up the. It had a deck. We opened up the doors. The windows were open, so we'd fall asleep every night to the to the crashing of the waves. And there was no one there in October, so you have the beach to yourself. The town is basically shut down. There's like one convenience store, and it was just so relaxing. I yes. could have stayed there all of. Oh time. yeah, and also having Ama there to help out with the kids was amazing. There was one morning where Trav and I were just laying in bed, and Hadley was up there with us, you know, but she was sleeping, and. My mom was hanging out with Wit downstairs and it was like, this is the first time since we've had a new baby that we're just sleeping in, well, plus, <laughs> which is amazing. Plus you're 15 minutes from the Palace Diner. And you're 15 minutes from the Palace Diner about to eat the best breakfast of your life. So And from the- That uh, was pretty awesome. The awesome ice cream shop. That will we'll make our list too. Definitely. Yeah. So that was, a, those three times were really nice and special and I- didn't have them on my list because again, you're you were thinking more specific with this list, which is great. And I was thinking a little broader. So well, I'm I mean, glad that you mentioned Unexpected these. Peaceful Respites is broad, yeah. and then I just brought it to three yeah. times that I really felt at peace. Yeah. I actually had them on my list as separate things. And I thought, well, what what ties yeah. why did I like all three of these trips? Like what tied it together? And it was that idea of just disconnecting, mm -hmm. having some space, being outside relaxing yeah that's Peace. why peacefulness which is yeah. again hard to come by sometimes when you have kids of course and that's why i think again to reiterate how nice it is to just take the time to reflect instead of just saying at the thanksgiving dinner table oh i'm thankful for this thing you know when you have 15 20 minutes to even just think about your year you can come up with some pretty cool stuff which brings us to number one number and i'm wondering one. what you came up with for your number one okay my number one last thanksgiving when we recorded this podcast, I was pregnant and I did not know it. And the number okay. one thing that I'm thankful for is is becoming pregnant with Hadley. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, you might know that when we got pregnant with Wit, it was a struggle. We went through some loss. We did fertility. It was just hard. It was a couple years, three years, really. Yeah. So then after we had wit, we were like, well, you know, well, if we have another kid, that'd be great. So we unexpectedly got pregnant with Hadley. When I took the pregnancy test, I was shocked. And I know that a lot of people out there listening might think, well, yeah, this is how it happens for a lot of people. You just don't know you're pregnant and then you are. So to go through that experience was amazing. And the most unexpected things that happened to me in this past year since last Thanksgiving and I could not be happier and more grateful because we didn't have to go through fertility and it didn't have to be a struggle and it was just, surprise, <laughs> you're pregnant. And then to top it off, after getting pregnant so unexpectedly, Hadley came so unexpectedly in 30 minutes at our home and my mom was here to help us through that because without her, it could have been quite a disaster. But because she was here, she literally was in the bathroom with me. She caught Hadley as she came bursting out into the world and that was unexpected and it was just the most amazing, one of the most amazing moments of my life. Yeah, I wish that I let you go last because <laughs> I don't want to try to top that with my number one. I'm sorry. I, I'm with you. Unexpected. I mean, the fact that our second child was born in our bathroom, not at our home, not on purpose, but just because it happened in 30 minutes. And the fact that your mother was there 
you know, had it just been me, I, I don't know. I, I, um, I have butterfingers, maybe. Maybe I would have dropped the baby. I don't know. Your mom was just there. I was holding wit. I mean, this this might deserve its own podcast, this whole story, but I was holding wit and trying to call 911, and then the baby came, and your mom caught her, and everyone was healthy, and we just <laughs> just kind of stunned in that yeah. moment of, whoa, here's the baby. Everyone's healthy. We're not at a hospital. Okay, we're going to make our way to the hospital. But it just was, it was a really special moment to have that time where nature just took its course and said, yeah, this is happening. And and thankfully, obviously, everyone, everything worked out and, and we were, everyone was healthy. So that was definitely the most unexpected yeah. thing of 2019. <laughs> and I didn't definitely. know, I guess now if I thought about it, that you wouldn't have known you were pregnant when no, we recorded this one, I found 12 out months ago. So. In December. And, you know, we were, we were shocked. In fact, I told Travis and he was like, what? You just could not believe it. And it, it's just such a surreal I was actually supposed to go feeling. to an Eagles game that night. Oh, yeah, you were. And you told me you were pregnant, and I actually had a bunch of podcasts. Re- <laughs> that I was supposed to record oh, six yeah, podcasts. Right. It was like my most packed day of the, the whole year, and you told me, and I just was shell-shocked that I had to cancel everything <laughs> and just sit there, and we just talked about it. And I mean, shell-shocked in a In a, in a great way. way, yeah, but it but was just so taken surprising. Taken by surprise. Yeah. Taken by surprise. Well, I'll try. I'm not even going to try to top it. I'm just going to give you my number one. <laughs> and what I realized when I went back and looked at my Thanksgiving thanks for 2018 and 2017, because we've done this for a few years, maybe even we did for 2016. I don't. Ex- I think we did. Either way, I noticed that my number one always was the same one. And so I thought, well, this is a little bit of a tradition here now, so I'm going to keep it. My number one is this podcast and the whole team that puts it together. So we already talked about the EPOP team in general, but we did leave out Chris, who is our longtime podcast editor. Whom I've never met in person. Have you? I have never met in person either. It lives just in this world. So if you're (laughs) listening to this, you have Chris to thank as well. If you're listening to any of the last basically 350 shows, you have Chris to thank because he came on pretty early on on when we were recording this and going into the podcast. But Chris, our longtime editor who puts it together, I never have to worry about it sounding awesome because we just send it to him. He does a fantastic job. Casey, who puts up the show notes, writes everything up, gets it ready, and in your ears, obviously, Heather for being Thank you. A, the best co-host that anyone could ask for. Co-hosting despite being pregnant, co-hosting now despite having two kids, co-hosting despite craziness that goes on in the rest of our world. <laughs> I'm very lucky to be able to sit down and we get to share this time together. So that's super important. Um, and I should say, as we go through here, what I realized is I gave everyone the stats each year. It continues to boggle my mind how this podcast has really taken a life of its own and the listenership is, you know, you guys are super loyal and, and you're always reaching out to us via email and social, and media, social media, which and, is so great seeing the messages and just connecting with you in that way, because it just makes us feel pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, and obviously some of you coming to our in-person meetups that we're going to do more of, and, and don't forget, we're doing our summer camp. You can go to camp com. meet us in person, but it just means the world to us. So here are just a few of the stats for the podcast that again, like when we started this, never in our wildest dreams did we imagine this would happen. So total downloads, have, take, take a quick guess of the total amount of downloads we've had since we started the podcast. Well, I know that it was at 3 million. Okay. So 
Three million seven hundred and forty-five thousand one hundred total downloads. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. We have done three hundred and ninety-nine shows. So actually, we talked about our team's little bit of spoiler alert. Our four hundredth episode, which is coming out next week, is going to be a special episode, and you are going to get to meet some of the team, and we're going to bring them on the podcast for an extra special edition of the show and do some fun stuff there. So we are right on four hundred episodes almost. 463 ratings and reviews on iTunes. That always helps. So we don't ask for it a ton. But if you're listening to this show and you're like, all right, I want to help them out, go leave a rating review on iTunes or at what it, what is now called Apple Podcast or however you listen to it. But that's the big one. Because last year, how many did we have? We went last year, a lot. I, I actually thought, I'm like, oh, we're not going to have that many more reviews. Last year, we had 330. So we got 130 in this past year. So love, love, love for you guys to go and rate and review that. Um, just keep those numbers boosted up. And one of the neat things that happened this year unexpectedly is that we have gotten some feedback from people where they have listened to the podcast and then gone to the places that we recommend. Now, we expected that to happen, of course. That's sure. why we recommend cool places, but not in the numbers that it has happened. Like the amount of you who have gone to Blavis in Barcelona, I, like we, so many people. So many people have Vigo gone to Blavis. in Ljubljana. Vigo, our favorite gelato <laughs> in Ljubljana. Like people are sending us pictures all the time of going to these places. So, one thing we ask is if you do go to a place that we recommend, please shoot us a picture. And, and the easiest way is to just send go on it to Instagram. us via Instagram at Extra Pack of Peanuts. But what we saw happen, this is a crazy story, and this is actually the second time it's happened. We heard from someone who went to Blavis in Barcelona, which was in 2017, our best meal, I believe. Yes. And they were sitting there talking to another group of people who were at Blavis. And there's only about eight seats in this restaurant. And they both were like, we are here because we listened to Extra Pack of Peanuts. Like, this is why we came to Blavis. It was their number one place to eat. So we had two different groups of people at Blavis at the same time because you guys listen to our podcast. And that just melts I our heart. I can't even... I mean, this story just makes me like buzz with excitement because how incredibly cool is that? How amazing are our listeners for going and traveling and then meeting other people and being at the restaurant at the same time. It's just pretty surreal Be and just incredible. Before I ever even imagined turning this into a business, I just remember saying, when I find a hidden gem, I, like all my only goal in life at that point was when I find a place I'm traveling to that I love, I want to get them more customers and I want people to know about it so they can have an amazing experience too. And uh, that is essentially now what has been happening, what is happening. So we have a hashtag on, uh, this came from Mac, our social media guru. So if you go to a place that we've recommended, please, please, please tag it, hashtag EPOP sent us. So EPOP sent us, and we're going to curate them and uh, just be able to showcase this, the places you guys are going and uh, your stories there. So I just think that by far the numbers are amazing and astounding. And anytime we talk about millions of, of downloads, <laughs> it's, it is mind boggling. But the beauty and the most important thing and the most unexpected thing is that people are then taking this advice, going, using it to travel, going to specific restaurants, obviously having those experiences, having those experiences, changing their lifestyle around 
using us as role models, which we were super appreciative of, of like, you can do this with kids. You can do this if X, Y, Z. Um, so we just want to thank you so much for listening and supporting the show and being amazing. And of course, if you go get Vigo Gelato <laughs> or you go to Al Antico in Florence for the best sandwich or you go to Blavis for the best tapas in Barcelona, use the hashtag. Or you go hashtag. to Vitace in uh, Tristanic in Croatia for the yep. best seafood you'll best ever seafood, eat in your entire life. Or you go to Palace Diner <laughs> for the best pancakes you'll ever have. Um, please hashtag EPOP send us. Let us know because that is... That's what keeps it going. That is the the magic and and the special sauce of everything that happens here at EPOP. And we just couldn't thank you uh, for that enough. And the whole team gets crazy excited. And you should have seen it when Mac told us about it. Like everyone was yeah. buzzing. Yeah, this so is cool. amazing. So. so cool. Well, Trev, I have to say that my number one was pretty epic, but your number one was epic too. So you did a pretty good job of, right. of matching the epicness of our 2019 year. If you have a number one that's that good again, I just ask that you tell me and we'll make <laughs> sure it's first or, or like last, last that you're the last thing gotcha so thank you guys for listening please take some time the reason we do this every year is is to tell our story a little bit and pull the curtain back a little bit but also to urge you to take some time to think about what are the unexpected things that happened to you in 2019 or whatever year it is that we're doing it um you know we we talked about getting wrapped up and peacefulness is not a word that gets thrown around our household much right now but really taking 15 20 30 minutes sitting down whether it's by yourself with a significant mm-hmm. other with your family and just reminiscing on it because I think we can get caught up in the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Sure. Forget to look back and say, wow, this is pretty amazing the things that have happened that, that I really didn't think would happen at the beginning of this year. So we just urge you to do that. Take some time to do it because it's, it's really uh, something that we enjoy doing each year. Yes. Thank you all for joining. Thank you for the support as always. Thank you for the 3,745,100 downloads. You guys are absolutely awesome. And until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris.